0: This podcast is part of the Podcast
1: Arcade Network.
2: Welcome to episode 58 of Paranormal Dads. I'm your co-host, Pat. I'm Eddie. And I'm Andy. Join us as we go in search of the world's monsters, myths, and mysteries right here on Paranormal Dads. Welcome to another episode, people. How you guys been? Are you ready,
1: people? That's are my, you ready? i Kevin
2: Cronin from Oreo Speedwagon.
1: <laughs> 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 people. There you, people. They're coming back to Omaha. Wait, what?
2: Yeah, they're coming to Ralston, Good like in order. October. I've seen Oreo like three or four times.
1: When I was a kid, I thought there was an Oreo Speedwagon. Like Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> a bunch of cookies flying out the back, like, here we go. <laughs> Oreo
2: Speedwagon was one of my Favorite bands of all time. Yeah. One of my very first. Actually, I didn't buy their first album. My mom wouldn't let me buy the album because of the cover. What was the cover? High Infidelity. I think I bootlegged it from the library. Uh, on a cassette tape. That's <laughs> and how you did, did it. Just listen to it. That's, t- how, you yeah, it, that's how you did it back in the day. You hit the play so. and the
1: record button at the same time on your little handheld audio recorder next to the radio. And But yeah,
2: I love me some Oreo Speedwagon. There it is. Yeah. Bring your milk.
1: That's cool to <laughs> come back. Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, the summer's winding down, like we were saying. And um, I, speaking of music stuff, uh, I, I, last year uh, during the pandemic, I came across this artist named uh, Lucas Nelson, who is the son of Willie Nelson. And uh, he's no slouch. He's actually really good. More of a folk rock kind of guy. So was he? Was he born under the influence? Or he's born they, high. Did he just come out of the womb high? Just <laughs> born with a <laughs> joint in his teeth. That's a bad. That's a bad joke. Sorry. I know. No, Sorry. it's funny. I mean, that's what Willie Nelson's known for. Yeah. But uh, going to his, he has a lot of great songs. Speaking about, he has songs about like aliens and paranormal stuff and outer space. And it's a great. Yeah. Who thought like the country folk guy wow. singing about outer space and aliens, but. He's got it. You know,
0: there's <laughs> still a, there's still a, a, a genre open. You like, has there ever been a band that specializes in like creepy music or Halloween music? Oh yeah. I mean, I oh, know there's yeah. I know there's you know scary type music out there, but no one's really seized that Halloween niche.
2: You know? Well, you got you know you got like, I don't. I guess I'm not real familiar with their music, but like Marilyn Manson. I mean, they look creepy. Creepy yeah. Kiss. They look creepy. Their music isn't
1: creepy. There's a at recording all, but... artist named Ghost. Who you should look this up. It's very like it's not good for kids, I don't think, but it's very paranormal and almost horror okay. style, like like rock or metal. Um, I'm thinking more of like us. Like where's the where's the paranormal dad rock? Where's the where's the songs about Bigfoot, <laughs> Dude, and Mothman? I
0: can play cowbell. That's about it. There we go. Or tam- maybe tambourine <laughs> on a good need. day.
1: That's all we need.
0: Yeah, Get a Eddie on lead vocals. What would you play, Pat?
2: Oh, I'd want to be a guitar player.
1: There you go. uh, Pat's got the guitar. It's... You got the cowbell. <laughs> we got I can, percussion. I can play the jug. Boom, we got boom, strings. Boom, boom. Got the jug. Yeah, anyway, that'd be all can, fun. Coming
0: soon to a stage near you, Paranormal Dads, the rock band. Live.
1: Dude. Well, speaking of all things fun and music, get your ears all tuned up and ready to go. I think, uh, Pat. No, Matt, Pat. I.
2: You. It's me. It's you. Why am I so it's cool? all you. Why am
1: I, so... I am the one who has the recent sightings. Let's get on with it. There you go. All right, I'm going to say three words to you guys, and I want to know, and you, intrepid listener, what they mean for you. Black, night, satellite. Have you heard of this thing? I I think
0: I in fact have it. It pops up now and again, and, yeah. and people don't know what it is, right? Yeah, so they don't.
1: Well, I mean, there's someone who has to know what this is, but um, above the when, earth, when
2: I'm thinking black night. I'm thinking Monty Python. I'm thinking of the Dark Knight exactly. of Monty Python <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> and fun the fun Holy Grail. <laughs> so
1: good. Just a flesh wound. Anyway. <laughs> He's just legs and arms laying on the ground. <laughs> um, so the Black Knight Satellite, for those who maybe aren't aware, but maybe you are, just a fun little recap. There is uh, the... Um, been seen even in some cases and observed uh, there is a satellite of unknown origins it is shaped very interesting it has a lot of odd angles to it it almost looks yes. almost very ufo like in some ways
0: kind of, i mean and it's it's
1: it's just odd it almost looks
0: similar in a way to a, like a stealth you know yeah. just with all those cuts and grooves and angles and Every angle has another angle. It looks like it's made to deflect radar. I yes,
1: mean, it's it's very stealthy. That's a very good word for it. Um, but but it's sp- spotted in outer space,
0: which which means r- right, it's it's in right. orbit. So you can rule out it's not a stealth fighter. Oh no, or a yeah. stealth bomber. They don't go that high.
1: It's orbiting around the Earth. Uh, no one knows whose it is. It's clearly a designed object. It's nothing natural, and. Um, no one claims it. I've never heard of this. Yeah, no, no government, no no private industry. No one claims to know what this thing is.
2: So, so you got Americans and you got Russians on the space station yeah. together. Yeah. Yet no one will admit.
1: Yeah. You would
2: think it would be one of the two. I suppose China could be. Could be.
1: Could be. You know. Um, but there is no made. There's no governments, no world governments that have claimed ownership of this thing. No one's been able to like. There, there's been some photographs from space taken of this thing. Uh, it's a very odd looking object, and this is where it gets a little bit weird. Um, there are. It must have been in a low orbit. Uh, some of the photos been that have been taken from the Mars rover. There, it was a shadow off to the side, not cast from the actual rover itself. It was far enough away that they they could tell that it was not connected to the rover and the angles of this thing being shown down from like like i said it was being back backlit the angles of this when you take an overlay the black knight satellite over this shadow it almost all the major angles of it line up perfectly and so the thought has been that we can't really and we can't i can't say we um to what I understand, and there's probably the government probably has this thing tracked and tagged and knows exactly where it's at, wherever it's at. But the idea is that there's times it's able to be seen and times it's not, like implying that it might just leave orbit and then do its thing and then come back and re- reposition itself back into orbit again. But the idea was, the theory was that this thing actually has gone over to Mars. Really, Yeah. And when you line up the shadow of this photo, along with the pictures taken of it in space and you rotate it and lay it on top, it's almost the exact silhouette of this thing's shape. It's a very odd shape. I've seen nothing like it before um, with this. So uh, the Black Knight satellite to this day, especially with all this new UFO talk, there's all this attention being paid to orbiting objects around the Earth. And so a lot more people are kind of paying attention to this thing. But that's been the most recent. The recent thing about the Black Knight satellite has been that there's a theory with all of our activity on Mars lately, uh, with more to come, that we may have uh, stoked the interest of whatever or whomever is using that satellite to uh, come and check out what we're doing on Mars. You know, it's weird.
0: Nobody's claimed it. You know, we we know what every little... Every little space sp- junk, dude, every yeah. bit of space junk is mapped and tagged. Yeah. They there's need a know- wrench
2: here, a socket there. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I mean, they, they know where all of it's at. Um, but it's, it almost makes me wonder if it's like the, the, a project gone wrong, like a reject that they were too embarrassed to claim ownership of. So maybe it was a Russian thing that never panned out. They're like, whoops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, that's not ours. That's just, uh, that's just something else. It's a, you know, the Dr. Frankenstein reject of the, Somebody's space space mission.
1: They've they've gone as far as to say that it's space junk. That's been the big, the big thing. It's like it's a space piece of space junk. It's nothing. It's a piece of an old fuselage. <laughs>
2: it's
1: what whatchamacallit. call
0: it? It's a who's it? What's it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the uh, observations and people who actually kind of try to track this stuff have said it it has a stable orbit, uh, orbit that's intentional because apparently there's there's different a thing that would eventually space junk doesn't have. Stable orbits that last forever you know not forever for a long time and and uh, other uh, movement type thing and then that was one thing too was like the orbit will sometimes change like it will disappear and then come back so black Knight satellite potentially uh, on Mars or not not on Mars but observing our uh, our actions on Mars what if it's like
2: a bunch of kids from the internet and they got together and let's
1: build a spaceship and send it up to the- <laughs> Just get Phineas it. and Ferb, well, send it exactly. up there. Exactly. Oh man. Well, I mean, we got billionaires launching themselves into space. So who's to say you didn't you didn't also push a? We know a Tesla's flying around. in Yeah, space there's a somewhere. Tesla out there. That's crazy. he's on his
2: way to m- the sun. I think. I think they set it on a traje- trajectory for the sun. Wow. Yeah.
1: That thing is gonna. That was my it, it'll understanding. It, it'll melt before it even gets to the sun, right? <laughs> That's the idea. Oh, it'll
0: melt like m- millions of miles out before the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But imagine that so some some other civilization millions of years from now sees a car fly or a piece of a car fly by <laughs> like wait a minute
0: like we were talking prior to the start of the show I was telling still you guys I just went and saw F9 the Fast and Furious latest <laughs> latest addition to that saga they they flew a Spoiler alert! They flew, a, I think it was a Pontiac Fiero into outer space. <laughs> the
2: Pontiac Fiero, one of the greatest cars of the '80s.
0: Yeah, they just had rockets strapped on it, and the two guys end up saving the world. And
2: you know, you know who knows
0: that, that franchise is really uh, <laughs> starting to stretch a little they're, bit. They're really, they're really stretching the boundaries of reality.
2: I'm just looking at a picture of this thing, and it. You know what it reminds reminds me of is Boba Fett's ship, Sla- yeah. Slave One. It kind of looks, like looks like of looks like a little bit, yeah. No, you're not
1: wrong. But it's yeah. a, it's an interesting thing. And I remember coming across this thing, kind of maybe a few years ago. You know, reading up on this thing, but that it has been observed. And that's one of the things too. That it's it's been up there since as early as we can have been w- looking up in space. That that's been kind of an object that we've noticed really quickly. Do really. they
0: have any estimate on size?
1: That's a good question. Uh, I don't know on that one. I'll I mean, it, it's, it's hard,
0: you know, to get a perspective because there's nothing in the background, really. But, it, I mean, it looks big. It doesn't look like it's, a it's a, it's you know, the equivalent of, like, a uh, computer mouse or a pair of
1: sunglasses. It
2: looks right. large. Oh, yeah, big. yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, I have to do a little bit more digging that, on the dimensions of it. But
2: That's a good picture, though. You pretty know? clear. It, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was taken from an astronaut, you know. Oh, okay. Um, or from a, one of the space missions. Um very interesting and the fact wow. that it could potentially have gone to mars and checked out what our activities are i mean and you start getting into this kind of thing about the things that astronauts have seen in space that are just not discussed is a whole nother uh, discussion at that point
0: i think uh what's his name story musgrave is uh, one of the old astronauts retired now but he's he's been uh, on countless tv shows he's kind of a uh, uh, big on the idea that you know extraterrestrials exist. We've seen them. They're probably visiting us. They probably have been for millions of years. He's seen, personally seen some unexplained things on some of his miss- missions. So, yeah it's, yeah,
1: it's fascinating. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. There's 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 a little bit not more to this. This is kind of where it's at right now. Stay tuned as we get more updates on the Black Knight stuff because there are like actual as I look now there's uh, other uh, YouTubers and stuff keeping track of this thing. So, we can keep you updated with the Black Knight as soon as we know what's going on. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah. All right. It's time for pop culture and the paranormal.
0: All right, guys, recent sightings. Uh, this is uh, pretty much a continuation of a segment that we did a few episodes back uh, talking about some paranormal and mysterious-based shows that are on TV or have been on TV. Of course, many uh, some of these shows uh, are not airing new episodes, but you can still find clips and, and, in some cases, whole episodes on YouTube if you look there. But uh, you guys ever watch any paranormal shows? I know uh, oh. us dads oh, yeah. are busy, but still. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I... I'm I'm a big Josh Gates fan. I, I really like his shows. Um I I'm I like Ghost Nation. That was yep. one of my uh That's the former like Ghost legend. Hunter guy, isn't it? One of the guys Yeah, one of the they were the guys who uh did uh, they used to by day they were like plumbers. Plumbers. That
1: was ghost uh, ghost hunters. Yeah. And, yeah, it and, was and like at night they Jason and something or other. They were just two Jason Hawes, I think. Yeah. Um, and Grant something or other. And they were two buddies so. who were plumbers, and they decided yeah. to ghost hunt at night. Yes. Yeah. It's the Mario and Luigi <laughs> of dude, <ghost> <laughs> dude, so many Mario Brothers. And in a lot of ways, very similar to us. Just like normal yeah. dudes that wanted to do something at night that as a hobby almost that they wanted to do, and they have some crazy stories um, yeah. with what they did, but. I'm with you, Pat. I I am a big Josh Gates fan. I just got done watching an episode of Expedition X... Mm -hmm. Which is a great show If you're into
2: paranormal stuff Kind of a spin-off Of Josh's shows
1: Expedition Unknown um, And then um, But this one was specifically On more alien stuff And it was aliens underwater Was their big focus Off the coast of California Catalina Island Catalina Island That was a good episode I saw that great episode Yeah So yeah Yeah we watch them (laughs) Very cool
0: And I think Josh Gates Has a new Like a new season Of one of his shows Coming out Is it Expedition X Or Expedition Unknown Unknown I I think Oh is it I think so Yeah
2: I know One of his most recent projects was that Expedition X, where he'd kind of just do things from the the studio, kind of be uh, kind of like the the MC of the whole thing, and yeah. he'd send the people out to actually do the investigation. Yeah, I think
0: he had a kid, and he, one, he, didn't yeah,
2: want to I think he wanted to be traveling as much
1: family time, kind yeah. of a thing. I get it. He's put yeah. a lot of miles on, on yeah. those wheels, man. He's
2: definitely uh, earned his keep, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you had mentioned, and you got me turned on to this one, Andy, and I've watched a, quite a bit of it on Amazon because I'm just catching up now, um, uh, Paranormal Caught on Tape. That's oh, yeah, yeah that, that's Paranormal a good one, too. Paranormal Caught on Camera. Yeah, it's, on camera, yeah. It's,
0: for my money, it's probably the best one because it has yeah. so much variety. They yeah, do right. Bigfoot, anything weird. Anything. Anything weird. Yeah. Anything weird. Yeah. Orb, a, a UFO in the sky, weird creature Ghosts. sightings. Ghosts, yeah. UFOs, name, mysterious do,
1: sounds. Dude, they I mean, had one on fairies one time. Yeah. 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 Which, which yeah. was really compelling. <laughs> I was like, I saw the video and I'm like, that looks like it a fairy. It looks, I don't looks know like what, Tinkerbell. Yeah. The ugly yeah. one, though. It was like, <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Well, here's, here's a couple to keep in mind. Uh, th- this one came out in 2009. I was actually surprised it only lasted one season. But do you remember Celebrity Ghost Stories?
2: Yes. I do. That was so good. Yeah, that's actually kind of what. Um, well, I I wouldn't say I base the idea of pop culture or uh, lifestyle lifestyles of the, of the paranormal, paranormal lifestyles of the rich and famous. I kind of it's kind of the same idea, right? You take a famous person and you who had a paranormal type experience, mm-hmm. and you tell their story. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I have a kind of connect the dot theory as to why celebrities might be more inclined to see paranormal activity. Um, actors, especially, I, I suppose musicians as well, but actors in particular, they're, they're people who are very comfortable with emotions. They, they have to wear their heart on their sleeve because it's part of their job. And I've noticed that people who are very comfortable with feelings and emotions, they tend to be very intuitive. You know, psychic abilities are kind of intertwined with the emotional aspect of our being. So, um, You know, and obviously intuitive people are a little bit more susceptible to having paranormal experience. So, you know, you connect the one, two, threes. For me, it made sense why celebrities might be, you know, having ghost sightings. But Mm -hmm. I I can't remember which celebrities were on there. But it was, you know, some higher profile people sharing Mm -hmm. genuine stories. And obviously they're good storytellers. It was was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just one season. Yeah. It's it's uh, I listened to the one that was I think it was Joey Lawrence had a haunting oh, in a okay. hotel. Whoa. So, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it was, uh, and he was on that show, Give Me a Break, back in the early 80s. He was like the Nell Carter's, like that. Was that yeah. a skeptical kind of show? show or what, No, what it was, was like that? a, no, it was like the total 80s trope of yeah, like this like, yeah. suburban white family that was like falling apart and, and comes this like housekeeper who happens to be this like you know you know worldly what wise like black woman that brings like all this advice and helps out the family, yeah. and right. you know. But he was kind like of a, a little, mentor to the kids, a mentor to the kids, and fixes everything and. And uh, he was—he uh, was like the little kid on that show. He had the bowl cut and everything yeah. that we all had <laughs> at that point, and, <laughs> and it looked like the Star Wars Rebel Troop helmets with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had a really compelling story about a ghost haunting in a hotel, and it sounded so like specific to some of the stuff that it was really compelling. I mean, some of these celebrity ghost stories are pretty, pretty, pretty crazy things.
0: Yeah. Another one that I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, no offense to anybody who likes this show. I'm just not a fan personally. Mountain Monsters. Oh, uh, it, it's I've the show it. where you, you got these guys. They all have big, long, white beards. Right. They all just all have beards and they just run around. Basically, just trying to club Bigfoot with whatever object they can find. And it's, it's over sensationalized. It's very scripted. It's very over the top. Yeah. You I couldn't. Know. I
1: watched two episodes when I was done. Yeah. I just. I didn't get much. very far with it at all. Yeah. It's just not my thing. I watched that one. It was like they were trying to catch some. Woodland creature, and he's like, I see it, I see it, it's right here. And they're all hillbillies, and, <laughs> and, they're, all... and they may, they're like, Oh, it's right behind this bush here. We're gonna go kill you hear it. Hear a bunch
2: of gunshots, and then it goes commercial. Oh, and yeah. they shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's one yeah. thing that's, that's crazy, it's like boom, boom,
1: bang, bang, and it's like, Oh, this, and then it becomes a thing where you're like, they're, We're doing this because of the people, not because yeah. of the monsters. It, yeah. It's the Tiger
0: King of paranormal shows. Yeah, it it exactly. kind of <laughs> is. Oh. Uh, another one I would highly recommend: uh, Psychic Kids, Children of the Paranormal. Uh, This came out in 2008 uh, with Mr. Chip Coffee, celebrity psychic, and um, we back in I think it was 2012 or 2013. uh, My family and I actually flew in Chip from his home city of Atlanta. You were there. I met Mr. Chip Coffee. He did a a, he did a couple presentations at my uh, facility at the time and. Good guy. Probably one of the funniest guys I've ever known. He's but, hilarious. But Chip did some really good work on that show. Basically, it was about kids who had paranormal experiences. I think some of the kids even uh, kind of like borderline remembered past lifetimes. It was any kid having paranormal things, and they'd kind of go in and try to help the family. And it was very well done, very kind of family-based, not not over-sensationalized. You could probably find some of those clips on on demand somewhere.
1: Well, they and they're on it's on Amazon Prime Video. I mean, you watch it? it. I mean, when I say Prime, you, some some are free and some right, you got to pay for, gotta pay for the you episode. You buy the seasons. And it depends on the show. Some seasons are actually really like sensibly priced. I mean, I've seen some shows 7 bucks, 8 bucks for the whole season. Uh some are kind of crazy priced like, you know. Yeah. 24 4 bucks more. an episode. You know. 4 yeah. bucks an episode. I'm like, man, I don't <laughs> want to do that. That's a whole month of, <laughs> of Apple TV. <laughs>
0: uh, here's one of my personal favorites. Uh, there was one. It was on, at the time, they aired it on the Lifetime Movie Network, which I don't think is a thing anymore, but mm-hmm. it was a show called The Ghost Inside My Child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Really creepy title, uh, but basically the show was exclusively about kids who had past life memories. Uh, some of them were fears or phobias. Some of them kind of came out as uh, nightmares or dreams, but it was very cool. I mean, specific cases of kids who recalled such detailed information about their previous lifetimes that they could actually uh, verify it through other living family members and historical records. Yeah. So it's so a good one. Another one, you guys have probably seen this as well. I think it was on Travel Channel for three seasons at least, but it was called Most Terrifying Places in America. They would do they would do marathons one. of this right around Halloween, right? Um, you know, everywhere from you know axe murder houses to civil war sites, yeah, and... civil war sites, yep, haunted bridges, you
1: yeah, know. yeah, yeah. The the whole like you know iconic American locations to go to and check out the hauntings, yeah, <laughs> the wicked bad hauntings. <laughs> this is wicked bad haunted. <laughs> it was in it's New haunted. Jersey. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Freaking haunted. Shut <laughs> the stamp. is freaking haunted. <laughs>
0: well, another one I'll mention is called Monsters and Mysteries in America. I really like this one. It's basically recreations or reenactments of uh, everything from Bigfoot sightings, Mothman encounters, uh, ghost stories, obviously uh lots lots of cryptids which Mm -hmm. which i liked a lot of cryptid creatures but the the reenactments were a little bit over sensationalized Mm -hmm. but they were based on true events so it was actually a pretty good pretty good show
2: wasn't lyle blackburn uh connected with that somehow
0: i think he was isn't lyle blackburn the one that had the kind of weird crocodile Dundee type? yeah he always
2: had the cowboy hat kind of a thing and he had the 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 beard and yeah always wears a black shirt huh yeah um yeah he, he writes a lot of well, he, he wrote a book about Boggy Creek, and he's written, I think he, he did a book about the Lizard Man, and oh. he's written quite a few books. But you see him on all those shows, you know, he, he makes the rounds. Very cool. Yeah. Cool guy.
0: Lizard Man, wasn't that the first Paranormal Dads episode we it ever did? It absolutely was. Episode one yeah. was
1: on Lizard Man. It That's was. That's still a good one, too. <laughs> it holds up.
0: <laughs> uh, one of my personal favorites back in the day, uh, Cliff Barakman, Bobo. Finding Bigfoot on uh, yeah. wasn't it on Animal Planet? It was on so. Discovery
1: yeah. or Animal Planet. Yeah, one of yeah. the two.
0: Yeah. I love that one. They have a newer show out. Uh, basically the the newer version of that. It's called Expedition Bigfoot, which I have nothing against. i I just it it just doesn't for me it's just not quite as good as the Finding Bigfoot episodes. yeah, uh, yeah
2: it's a little more serious. The, the 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 people there are I guess more they seem to be more scientific. Yeah. Um, Fancier gadgets. Yeah, and uh, not quite as. I, I, one of the things I like about finding Big Bigfoot is you could tell these four people enjoyed being with each other, and you know they just you know, they had a good time when they were out and about. Well, they were friends. Yeah, you
1: could tell they hung out after after work. You know. Yeah, I think
0: uh, Cliff and Bobo actually do a podcast together. Nowadays, they do. Don't yeah. They? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were lucky enough to meet Cliff when mm-hmm. we went to uh, Hastings, Nebraska, for that Bigfoot conference a few years back, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. actually got cl- proud to say I have Cliff's autograph on my Bigfoot cast downstairs in my man cave. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, very cool guy, very approachable, super uh, nice guy,
1: very cool guy, and told us a story about a Dog Man yeah. curling. That hair. was a that was a creepy story. That'll curl your hair. Yeah, maybe yeah. we could yeah. tell that sometime. Sometime. we
2: might have even did we include that in an episode? We we have an episode. About our uh, time at the Bigfoot Conference, and I we might have included that. I, I can't remember. We we'll have to see it. it's on know. there. I
1: have to look. If we didn't, we should talk go, about Go go
2: check it out. Listen to that episode. Uh, it's back a little ways, but yeah, it's back. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, a couple years ago. It was our uh, trip to Hastings to the Bigfoot Conference.
0: Well, the last show that I'll leave you with for this segment, uh, we've already mentioned it, but Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates, uh, Travel Channel. Uh, last I checked, it ran for eight seasons. And uh, gosh, it, you know, it's one of the, I, I think one of the only paranormal and mysterious type shows that inclu- included a lot of humor. Josh yeah, Gates yeah. as the host, he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of dry humor. There's some sarcasm. Dad jokes. A lot of puns. <laughs> but uh, they, I mean, they cover not just mysterious creatures, but mysterious locations, disappearances, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's not a, um, how should I say, he he's a believer but he's also one that he needs, he needs proof, he needs evidence. So he's not, he's not skeptical, but uh, you know, it's, he, he kind of rides the, the happy middle ground between yeah. going to either extreme. So I think that's important in a lot of cases. Can, can, can I offer
1: a bonus? Please. Show? Uh, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. a great show. Uh, two seasons now. I just finished season two maybe a few weeks ago. Um, have you been watching this? too? you been keeping up?
2: Um, not Not as far as you. Okay. I, so I, I started it and uh, you were you were getting me going on it again.
1: It's such a good show. every this is where it's like, oh, you could, that place is something's up. And they have got every scientific measurement instrument that you could possibly throw at this place, recording everything from seismology to uh, radiation to temperature to magna, to magnetism to anything. Just straight up normal, just cameras on everything. They've got everything from UFOs that just show up out of nowhere, just like boop, just like just like materialize. You got cattle mutilation happening there on camera you got oh yeah dude you got like, on some camera. some weird like wolf looking thing that looked like uh, this is all skinwalkers yeah uh, this is uh, it was perched on the rock and then it just kind of ambled off is that the one you're talking no, about no this is the one that attacked their cow they have it on oh. camera there's oh. some weird wolf looking thing that's huge and it somehow got out of the got in and got out of the pen and they were like it's bigger than any wolf they'd ever they'd ever seen anyway the show is crazy and and they got people dropping like flies. Like one guy, they start digging, and then one guy has like a brain aneurysm. Yeah, and just I, drop. I, I Saw that one. You know, it's like this show is nuts. Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah.
0: And when I first heard about Skinwalker Ranch, I thought I thought like a ranch. Like it's it's a like it's a ranch, and it's on a couple acres, and it's you know some guy's farmhouse. No, by ranch like how many square miles is it? It's enormous.
1: They said something like isn't it like 30,000 square acres, like acres or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it's it's like yeah, it's like it, larger it's, than it's a big, I mean, big size. It's big. Yeah. Yeah. It's a large area. The play, the, the idea behind it, it was cursed uh by a uh, was it the not the Sioux. It was cursed by the um it, it was Yeah, I can't think of the tribe. Navajo. So Might have been one of the one of the yeah. tribe, but they it's cursed ground. And sure. so within that, there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, it's a great show. It's on Amazon, check it out. There you go.
0: All right. Happy viewing, everybody. And again, you can <laughs> you're gonna have to dig to see which show is on which network, which one mm-hmm. you can find on demand. But those are some of our personal faves. So uh, anyway, up next we have uh, Main Mystery. Main and, Mystery. Uh, Pat. Yeah. Get your backpacks on, people. I have a feel like I uh, feel like we're going in, uh, on a hike in the woods here, right?
2: Into the woods. Into the woods. Into, Into the woods. woods. Into the. Ah! Into the woods. And home before <laughs> dark. <laughs> It's time for the main mystery. <laughs> We're going hiking into the woods today. Into the woods! This is 11 haunted forests around
1: the world that will give you the
2: chills.
1: Man. Wah, wah, wah. The forest has already got a paranormal feel to it. When you walk in and you're just like, I'm not alone. I love the forest. I love I, it. I, I love being in the forest. Yeah.
2: It's just. It's so kind of creepy and spooky and the wildlife, the sounds, it's just, it, it's cool. That's my element
0: too. You know, some people are, dr- we were just talking, some people are drawn to the ocean, some people are drawn to mountains. I like the forest. I remember being in uh, Northern Washington, almost up so close to the border of Canada, we were picking up Canadian radio stations and that I was in a uh, logging road in a forest, so quiet, man, you could hear a mouse fart. and it was you know and you just you just wondered like okay is something watching me in here it felt it felt very squatchy yeah so Uh, go ahead
1: pat
2: yeah well this is coming from an a a website called insider.com and so they they go through a number of different i think i said the eleven 11 fours we're not going to cover all 11 uh we're going to kind of cover the the ones that kind of caught my eye but uh the first one is um in Japan, you know, which is relatively, uh, you know, pertinent to today, with the Olympics going on, yep. people are kind of watching things about Japan. But I know about this forest. I'm sure you, sure you do. It's, it's a, uh, it's a pretty well known, known, one in the paranormal circles. It's a, a place uh, that's called uh, Aoki Gahara Forest, and it's uh, in Japan. It's at the the root of uh, the foot of Mount Fuji. It's also better known as the Suicide Forest. Um, it sits on the northwestern side of Mount Fuji. Um, it's it's the definition of tragic beauty. So you know? mix
1: all the sodas together. Yeah. At the base of the mountain. <laughs> and you drink them right there in front of everybody. Did you you're ever like, do that as a kid? Just oh, hit every yeah. button oh, on yeah. the soda fountain? Oh yeah. yeah, you're like, look at me, I'm a monster. And you drink it it's <laughs> just like garbage. And you're like, oh, it tastes good, I like it. <laughs>
0: It's, um, not, it's not PC anymore to call something a suicide drink. I know. You
1: know I, they I would
2: I call know. it a mixed drink. Nowadays. I know, but that's what we called <laughs> it back in the day. Yeah. That's what we called yeah. it. Yeah, we called it. But uh, sometimes this place is re- referred to as the Sea of Trees. Um, it's, of course, been the, the site of numerous suicides dating all the way back to the mid-1900s. In fact, it's it's been s- such a recurring theme in that forest that the government quit. Uh, releasing um, statistics on how many people are choosing to take their own lives in this forest because it they they don't want to encourage it mm-hmm. you know uh, they want don't want to put ideas in people's heads. Speaking of the government, they they actually have signs on the the heads of the trails that say you know if you're thinking about coming in here to end your life, and they'll give like a suicide hotline number. They'll say you know your family wants you here there's all kinds of you know signs to that effect encouraging you to, encouraging like, stay people alive to and like don't reconsider what they're thinking about doing let's see the reason for its reputation could have something to do with the fact that the japanese mythology has long associated the forest with demons and plus tightly packed trees make it easy to get lost or even hear things once you get into uh the depths of the woods and it just provides a, an exceptionally isolated destination for you to go. Uh, spiritualists in the country say uh, Akikahara Kahara is the hotbed, uh, also a hotbed pe- of paranormal activity. Spirits are said to scream through the night and uh, even uh, bodies uh, of the dead will move on their own yeah. out there. Um, many are prevented from escaping the fort's depths As a common experience, are compasses being rendered useless by the rich deposit of magnetic iron in the area's volcanic soil. The forest is said to be the world's second most popular suicide spot, the first being the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought thought it would be the Hollywood sign. Oh, yeah. But even if you don't believe in ghosts, uh, you're likely to get spooked by the everyday... Items that litter the forest floor, you know, you find lots of personal effects from people who went into the forest
1: and never came out. Um, so, yeah, that's a creepy one for sure, but... Uh, I know Mount Fuji has a certain amount of paranormal uh, stuff associated with it in general, just like that mountain has a lot of significance yeah, uh, culturally and just story-wise. There's a lot going on, and then that forest is in crazy. I think there are some documentaries on it even if people wanted to look it up but it is yeah it is dark
0: yeah you're not going to go on a sunday hike there for fun no no,
1: no no you're not walking out feeling good either like you were saying there's reminders everywhere that people have come in here and ended their lives. yeah
2: so i mean it's kind of a kind of a dark note dark topic but uh we we do want people to uh you know if there are people listening to this to this show who are having problems uh feel like you know They've kind of reached their end. You know, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, one 800 273 8255 We just want to throw that out there. Just realize that you matter, your 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 family, your friends, they all want you here. So um, we'll move on, but uh, I did wanna throw that in there. Absolutely. Um, the the next one is Isla de la Municas, and I, I don't know if my Spanish is correct. But Eddie has good Spanish. <laughs> the, the, the,
1: the, the, what, Isla, yeah, Isla de la Muñecas, Isla de Muñecas, Muñecas, Muñecas,
2: the island of the dolls. Oh man, which is in Mexico. It's reportedly haunted by the spirit of a young girl who drowned there. Yeah. As if the forests weren't scary enough on their own, this one is located along a canal near Mexico City. It's covered in dolls that hang from the trees. Local legend has it that the island's caretaker hung the first doll in honor of a little girl who had was found drowned on the island and uh, the doll was thought to be hers. The caretaker then felt as if he was being haunted by the girl's spirit, so he continued to string up dolls in hope of appeasing her. 50 years and plenty of dolls later, he reportedly drowned in the same spot that the girl did. Now, if you look at the pictures of this place, there are Barbie dolls. There are just, you know, regular, you know, dollies that yeah. you, would, you would picture. Parts of dolls, doll limbs, doll heads, just everything just kind of nailed to the trees. It, it's really kind of a creepy looking place.
0: I'm thinking sometimes less is more. You know, yeah. like <laughs> why why do we need 5,000 dolls? Would, <laughs> one would be enough, one. you know? It, it just gets out of hand. It almost reminds me of the Winchester Mystery House out in California, where, you know, they just kept building room after room onto this mansion because of some spirit demanded it, basically. And, you know, yeah, there's only so many dolls a girl needs. i my daughter's room is is you know down the hallway. She has so many stuffed animals. I I made a new rule. There's no more stuffed animals coming in this house. No
1: more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Andy's own version of the you know Isla de Muñecas. Yeah. Like
2: no. No more unicorns.
1: Because once they're unicorns. in the house,
2: they do multiply.
0: Oh, dude, they have babies, <laughs> yeah, and then the babies have babies. It's yeah.
1: generations
0: of unicorns here.
1: Oh man, <laughs> they're not rare here. They're not a mythical beast. No, but
0: truth be told, I'd rather have unicorns. Too many unicorns in Sky's bedroom than dolls hanging on my front tree.
1: It's such a scary place. <laughs> and
0: of course, from... now I kind of wonder what the neighbors would think if you did hang one creepy doll from your tree, just one. <laughs> just oh, one. you get a
1: phone call. <laughs> they're uh, speaking tying this to the uh, last episode. There's an, actually an episode of Expedition uh, X where they go to this island and mm-hmm. they spend the night there and right. it gets crazy.
0: I think one of the intuitives in the group had a freak out and yeah. she almost couldn't. She, she she either had to leave or she wanted to leave. I remember because that's the first time I ever heard of this phenomenon. Nuts. Yeah.
2: yeah. Spooky place. Next one's Hoya Forest in Romania it has a spooky clearing where nothing has ever grown there it is and I've seen it's this circle place before it? it's a circle it's a perfect circle of so death. This, this place if you fly over it on a plane you see nothing but trees and then all of a sudden there's a big open circle mm-hmm. uh, the, I, I saw this on it's a dirt. Josh
1: gates it's just dirt right yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: I saw this on a Josh Gates show one time they they actually trekked in there they they had to fly there kind of fly into the area and then hike in through the woods and uh, they did find the place. It seems fitting that the haunted forest in Romania would be located near the unofficial capital of the country's Transylvania region. Oia was first recognized for being haunted when a military technician photographed what he claimed to be a UFO that appeared in part of the forest known as the Clearing in 1968. Uh, The Clearing has stumped visitors, locals, and even scientists for decades. It's a spot where nothing grows and nothing has ever grown, according to official records. What's even weirder, though, is that the trees that do grow in the forest grow in odd patterns, zigzags, and spirals that no one has ever been able to explain. So I I remember watching Josh Gates yeah. uh, investigate this place, and actually somebody on his crew got sick got while sick. they were
1: there. Yeah, like pretty bad it, sick.
2: Yeah, it was, it was almost like... I don't know if it was like a radiation kind of a thing, but it it was weird the
1: way this guy got really sick really quick. I want to say they tested the soil too, and there was like zero microbes, zero anything, nothing in there. Just like sterile, huh? Yeah, it was just dead. And there wasn't any necessarily, I don't recall, but I want to say there was no like poison or traceable anything in there that would say why it was dead, but it was dead soil and it's in the middle of this, it's in the middle of this forest. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Perfect yep.
2: circle. It's huge too. It's a it's a big circle. You can tour the forest at night, although many have reported feeling an odd sense of anxiety or nausea or the feeling of being watched while yeah. you're there. So, really creepy place. Hm. So,
1: not doing a campfire there with s'mores <laughs> and <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway. Ghost stories. Yeah.
0: You could use one of the spears from Vlad the Impaler, as, put a marshmallow on it, and, ah, yeah.
1: the s'mores will send you to hell. <laughs> no.
2: Break out your guitar, start singing "Kumbaya,"
1: <laughs> catch it on fire <laughs> ah.
2: <laughs> till the strings, Til the strings melt off, pop off, and start strangling you. All right. um the creepy Black Forest in Germany inspired Ooh. stores. Isn't that where gummy worms are from? The yeah, Black Black forest. Forest, gummy yeah. Bear. yeah, Black Forest gummy bears. Black Forest yeah. our
1: gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some delicious meats. <laughs>
2: um, so this forest has actually inspired the stories written by the Brothers Grimm. So uh, the name of this forest already sounds ominous, but the Brothers Grimm solidified its haunted reputation by using it as the setting for many of their fairy tales like Hansel and Gretel. Hansel, Hansel, Hansel. Hansel. <laughs> Hansel, 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 Hansel. Hansel, Nestled in the southwestern Germany and bordered by the Rhine River, the Black Forest Hall Evergreens are as beautiful as they are sinister and said to be home to the paranormal creatures ranging from witches to werewolves. The region is known for the unique way in which its people celebrate carnival by dressing up like witches, demons and scary spirits and animals wearing wooden masks and that takes place usually in February. Mm. So um, I actually uh looked up some pictures of this celebration and it, it, it's it's kind of creepy because you see these guys and they basically look like the like the wampas from from Star Wars, yeah. you know, the big white kind of
1: it's like yak fur, yeah, yeah,
2: like a yeti-looking snow creature, and then they have these wooden masks, and they have like the long jaw, kind of open, kind of like the scream guy, you yeah, know, yeah, that from, ghost the, face. from the movie, yeah, and and they're kind of a a brownish bronzes color, yeah. but they're made of wood. So, so. Um, really kind of creepy looking.
0: Got
1: a lot of those Eastern Europeans. <laughs>
2: <you know. laughs>
0: so here in the States, we're handing out Valentine's cards and they're scaring people to death with wooden masks in yeah. Germany, huh? Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. But even to the Germans, didn't they? That's that's where the Krampus holiday... Uh, it's in that region. Yep, yeah, that, that whole Alpine region, uh, the Krampus thing is the same thing. And it's like, man, every holiday for them is about scaring the crap out of somebody and <laughs> making them sad.
2: <laughs> and then you got Transylvania right down the road, too, yeah. you know, or up the road, so to speak. So. so dark.
1: But I have heard Germany is a
0: beautiful country to visit. It's gorgeous. Um, people I've known who traveled Europe, they say, Oh yeah, go to Germany. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah.
2: Just don't celebrate Valentine's Day. No, us. definitely <laughs> not. So uh Witchwood <clears throat> excuse me, Witchwood Forest in Oxfordshire, England Ooh. has been the site of multiple ghost sightings. Although there's no one historic event that confirms the the fact that Witchwood is haunted. Those who have stepped inside the former royal hunting ground have claimed to see some pretty hair-raising stuff, from apparitions of crying children on horse-drawn carriages to the touch of a, a random hand. And then there's the story of the ghost of Amy Rose, Rosart, the wife of the Earl of Leicester. I like it. I said we go with it. After Amy mysteriously died of a broken neck, her husband is said to have come across her ghost while hunting in the forest. The ghost told him that he would be dead within 10 days. And he was. Oh! Now legend has it that if her ghost has the same effect on all who come across it in the forest to this day. So in other words, don't go to this forest. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you see the ghost, you're going to be dead. Does, 10 she give, days.
1: does she give any other news? Or is it just <laughs> you're going to die? You
2: know? creepy they never
1: tell you the lottery numbers that's the (laughs) right
2: yeah (laughs) you're gonna win the lottery thank you ghost elfin forest in escondido california uh people have reported paranormal occurrences there as well Uh, some call this forest one of the most haunted regions in california located in escondido near san diego the forest is believed to have once been the home to native american tribes as evidenced by a number of artifacts that have been found there. But the most common story you are hear about this forest goes something like this. Gypsies living there in the early 1800s were chased out and even murdered by townspeople, causing the remaining gypsies to curse the forest. Ever since then, hikers and visitors have reported sightings of ghostly women in white, a ghostly woman in white dress, a white dress, bleeding trees, Ooh. and the spirit running riding a horse it was also the site of a now abandoned insane asylum that's a horse always yeah of course the area known as quest haven was once the home uh to an insane asylum these places are magnets for paranormal activity and yep. quest haven is more haunted than most a veritable army of ghost spirits, poltergeists, and bizarrely aggressive animals roam the land just outside the former mental institution. And traveling through the area is actually quite dangerous. The most commonly told tale about Quest Haven is that of an enormous white owl. Hmm. This thing stands 10 feet tall 10 on the ground. The creature soars through the skies between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m., seeking human prey rather than mice. The cryptid is even able to rip through the roofs of cars. I wonder how they, you know, I want to know the story behind that. This is that. Mothman-esque sounding. Yeah, yeah. Today, Quest Haven is private land, but it has been known to grant permission for explorers to enter the property.
1: We should go to Quest Haven. So
2: let's fire up the paranormal dad's bus. <laughs> Andy's shaking his head. <laughs>
1: <before>. <laughs> I say we go.
0: You know, my thought is, have they ever built uh, a men- mental institution like... When you build one of those, you know it's going to be haunted someday. Yeah. Yeah. Show so me one, one that's damn. not in use, that's not haunted. Yeah,
1: You know what I mean? It's I an mean, inevitability. You have a compromised population out in the middle of nowhere, you know, and at the time, a lot of those places, there's some pretty ugly things that went down. So oh, it's yeah, like yeah. You, have a, you have a witch's brew of a par- paranormal... Magnet just shooting off fireworks into the sky, you know. Plus
0: the sheer size of them, you know. You got Ugh. hundreds of rooms, you know, thousands and thousands yes. of square footage, and yeah, yeah, it's just uh, all the makings for a haunted place.
1: Quest Haven,
2: Quest Haven,
1: putting that on the list, Andy. Yeah, you go. put a pin on the We map. could go
2: down there. We could hit the Queen Mary. Oh, and go to Quest Haven.
1: Yep, we can go to Disneyland and
2: Disneyland,
0: and a bit, and then, a bit and further go. north, you got a lot of squatchy territory in Northern California. Yeah, Mount mm-hmm.
2: Shasta and yeah. all that awesome. Dow Hill Forest, India also has a spooky reputation. Dow Hill surrounds the Dow Hill Victoria Boys School, which is said to be one of the most haunted places in India. While the school's hallways are said to be filled with the sound of footsteps even when it's closed for vacation, the forest is even creepier. Rumor has it that it even has seen multiple murders And woodcutters have reported sightings of a decapitated boy walking along Death Road, the path that stretches between the school and the forest. Okay, first of all, it's called Death. It's called Death Road. (laughs) That that should be your first clue. What's
1: the name of this street, sir?
2: (laughs) Death Road. Death Road. Uh. (laughs) In other words, do not go there. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars.
1: I don't care if I'm homeless and the only house available is a house on Death Road. I'm like, <laughs> I don't live in this house.
2: Oh yeah, you just go down the Death Road. You take a left. Laugh. <laughs> wait, 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 what? The, Yeah, the quickie Mart. You it's just down you said Death said that Road. that really quick.
1: What was the road? Was the Death Road? Oh, then my. take a left laugh there. <laughs> no. Who names your roads in this town? <laughs> the planning director's uh. the angel of death. Death Road. Death Road.
2: <sighs> Pine Barrens, New
1: Jersey. There yes.
2: it is! There it is!
0: It always makes my skin crawl. <laughs> Pine Barrens. I don't know what it is about it's it. something about
1: it, dude. Yeah. It's scary.
0: That's, that's Jersey Devil territory. There you There's go, another right episode there. of
1: Expedition X where they had a legit Jersey Devil encounter. Yeah. Which oh. I'm back on the bus of believing this thing might be real. Anyway.
2: Pine Barrens spans seven counties and contains the ghost stories galore. During the colonial era... The era The area was bustling with sawmills, paper mills, and towns to accompany them. But they were all abandoned when the coal was discovered in Pennsylvania, leaving eerie ghost towns in their wake. The forest is also said to be home to the infamous Jersey Devil, a beast that the Pinelands Preservation Alliance describes as a kangaroo-like creature with the face of a horse and the head of a dog. Bat-like wings, horns, and a tail. According to folklore, it was the 13th child of a woman named Deborah Leeds who offered it up to the devil while pregnant with it in 1735. Which seems extreme. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Upon its birth, the newborn sprouted talons, hooves, and wings, killed its mother, siblings, and the midwife before disappearing. Sightings persist today as it continues to terrorize livestock and humans.
1: That
0: kid had oppositional defiant disorder just right out of the womb. Yeah. You know?
1: (laughs) Just. Yeah. I'm going to break the rules because I want to. (laughs) What what road is this house on? Death Road. Death Ah, Road. She was born on Death Road.
2: (laughs) Epping Forest, England is rumored to be haunted by murder victims and even deceased soldiers. One of the murders committed by highwayman Richard Turpin back in the 18th century. The expansive forest, which stretches over nine square miles, is covered in thick trees and hasn't been cut in over a hundred years due to the Epping Forest Act of 1878. If the trees aren't enough to spook you, chances are the ghost spirits or muffled drum noises of deceased soldiers that visitors have reported will do the trick. Plus, cars parked on nearby Hangman's Hill.
1: (laughs) Mm, There's another one. Quit naming things this... Hangman's Hill. You go down
2: Death Road. You take a <laughs> left. Go, go up Hangman's Hill. Oh! The quickie Mart's right there. Name it High Five Hill. <laughs> Cars parked on ne- nearby out. Hangman's Hill are said to roll uphill when parked in neutral.
0: Ah, there's one
2: in every town. Yeah, so you put yeah. your car in park and then the ghost just push it.
1: They're like a, we're, let, let's let's pull one on this guy let's just push his Do car it. you won't even know his car's missing there are like gravitational anomalies on the earth where stuff will roll the wrong way i know i've seen yeah
0: there's i've heard numerous cases like this in in various small towns of you know sometimes there's a train track sometimes not but you know you park your hill and it, it seems to roll uphill some yeah. people even go so far as to put baby powder on their back bumper and I found handprints in See, the baby powder. That's the Someone thing. Yeah, presence yeah. giving you a push. Yeah. It's like, but when your tire breaks down, the ghosts don't come help, all right? Yeah, yeah. Where are they when
1: you got a flat? <laughs> They're on death road. <laughs> <laughs> push my car, ghost. Dang it.
2: So one more. We got a ghost ship that has reportedly been spotted multiple times near an old house in the woods in Matthews, Virginia. In the late 19th century, a fisherman reportedly saw a large pirate ship suddenly appear in White's Creek so can you imagine a pirate ship coming up a creek that's crazy (laughs) makes me think of Goonies yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's like boom there's a pirate ship yeah shortly after the ghost ship appeared it reportedly sailed onto the shore and into the forest where shadowy crew members could be seen climbing down a rope and into the woods whoa so so I'm thinking like uh Disney World Haunted Mansion seeing these creepy guys coming down you know climbing down the
1: pirate ship that 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 would be that weird. is
0: insane. Or almost like pirates of the caribbean movie where didn't they have some ghost pirates in that well yeah. that
1: was the, that was the whole they were cursed and yeah. they were like they were basically like undead pirates that would turn into their ghostly forms in a full moon mm. an, an abandoned
2: home near the forest known as the franny night house was reportedly haunted as far back as the civil war local legend says that the home set itself on fire before putting itself out hmm
1: huh because a
2: controlled burn. <laughs> then the home caught fire again before burning to the ground. Ah, that's more <laughs> like. It's it sets self on fire. Then I mean, it was psych. It's like, maybe I don't want to burn myself down. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> yes, no, I do. You got to make sure it's all the way out.
2: You know? Smokey yeah. the Bear says. That's right. Yep. You, you got to do a good job.
1: <laughs> At least it wasn't called like that. What was the name of the house again? It was uh, yeah. the Franny Night House. There you go. It's not like the Franny butcher house or <laughs> shop house or <laughs> for any death
2: road house
0: i think we need to do a pop culture segment uh sometime in the future on just uh haunted road names and haunted city town names.
2: Yeah. oh and that'd, that'd be, be perfect that'd be a good one
1: that'd be great <laughs> maybe maybe have... our halloween episode oh uh, yeah as a as a as a main. Main, main street mystery.
2: Speaking of Halloween, they already have the candy out in the stores, by the No, way. are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. they do.
1: Yeah. It's July still. It was from a recording, by the way, whenever this episode comes out. Yeah. Today is July 31st. It's technically August, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, but September, but October, but they put the Halloween candy out. The Halloween candy is out. Because you know we're going to buy a
0: bag and eat it before. <laughs> That's we what get. they're betting on. <laughs>
1: ah. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's a great one, Pat. I love forests. They're yeah. just—I mean, there is an energy to them. Uh, usually, good, you know. I mean, uh, at least a little bit eerie. Yeah. But when you get into straight up scary forests, I mean, it's a—it's still kind of fun. Well,
0: guess what's on yeah. my agenda for this evening, guys? I was literally going to go for a, a hike in the woods tonight. Are you? Oh, oh, no. oh nice. Now, I'm, now you're I'm really not even good. kidding. I am. I'm still. I'm still going. But I'll be. I'll be sure to be home before dark. Oh, that's for that's sure. Awesome. Keep your
2: eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> So that was on Insider.com, and you might even check out that article because just the pictures alone uh, on that article were were pretty pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'll have to uh, I'll put a link on the on the website once we we post this in the show notes.
1: But uh, yeah,
2: haunted forests,
1: man, I tell you, it's a good place to go to get your head clear and enjoy nature, but it's also a place you can go and get possessed and <laughs> taken over and. Run into a Jersey, Jersey Devil and... Get killed. <laughs>
0: Don't do it. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to turn on my, my life alert thing on my
1: phone. So if You let us know. If I disappear, guys. Yeah. You shoot up the Paranormal Dad signal to the sky if you go yeah. missing. <laughs> we'll come running. Sounds um, good. Yeah. Well, special thanks to uh, freesounds.org for all the sound effects that you heard on this podcast. And to uh, premiumbeats.com for our cool intro and outro music. Um, and uh, I think, Andy, social media?
0: Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can follow us, uh, share stories. You can even email us if you have suggestions for future episodes. You can uh, hit us up at dads at gmail.com.
2: Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate uh, all the comments and emails you send in. And uh, uh, we're looking forward to the next one.
1: All Take right. care, everybody.
2: See you. Bye.
0: True professional. Ah, that was big. That's, that's big. <laughs> I wrecked my
1: vocal cords. George, 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 George of the jungle. jungle. <laughs> no, yes, oh, oh, oh. What joke for that tree? I'll tell you what though going home was, sorry uh, <laughs> sorry yeah
2: I was, well he's way over there and i thought he was the one whistling and i'm like that's ears are bleeding over what here what's that happening
0: i hit a new octave right? <laughs> i could have shattered glass <laughs>